welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fellowship of the Podcast. Uh, today, it's just uh, myself and Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yes. Uh, so, if you guys don't know, it is uh, Mother's Day today. So, uh, you know, we have uh, uh, the rest of our crew doing um, stuff with their mothers, uh, uh, which is understandable. Uh, I had mine earlier in the uh, in the uh, the day. So, uh, but I'm excited for, for today's episode. Uh, we might have Brandon join us later. He hasn't responded yet. So, uh, he might jump in sometime and, uh, we'll just roll with it. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited for, uh, for today's episode. But before we get started, let's, uh, let's go over the basics. Um, Tyler, where can you listen to us? Well, you can listen to us here on the Anchor app, Apple Music, Google google podcast and of course right here on uh, not right god damn it uh it's been a long week guys i'm so sorry you can <laughs> listen to us on the anchor app google and apple podcast spotify and right here on the anchor app so and again uh give us a five-star review on both apple and google Podcasts, and write us a review as well it really does help us out to push more content for you guys and you guys have been killing it so that's that's all we ask for. It's just that one favor. For right? sure. So go listen. Go subscribe to us as well. For sure. And uh, you can follow our Instagram page at uh, Fellowship of the Podcast, all one word. Uh, give us a follow. We got a lot of great stuff there. Absolutely. And uh, of course, on Twitter, it's Fellowship Pod 19. I run it over there, posted some great stuff. And uh, again, like Lauren said, uh, today is Mother's Day. So. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. You guys are really the MVPs and, you know, whether it's your with your family, with your your significant other, you know, they just, you know, thank we just want to thank you mothers out there. And unless you're like Mrs. Voorhees, where you just go out to Camp Crystal Lake or to any Kansas and start killing people. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And, um, Yes, uh, we, we can definitely drink to that. I have my uh, coffee porter here, so cheers to all the mothers out there. And, uh, of course, I'm on my diet, so no more drinking for me. So oh, I'm today, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no more drinking for me until for for a good while, but I got my water, so cheers to all the mothers. Cheers with, with water. That works as well. Um, and, yes, I, I believe we went all, all over all that. Uh, so today's episode... Uh, is a bit of a spur of the moment one. I know in our previous episode, we said that our next episode was going to be a, a review of Falcon and Winter Soldier slash WandaVision, but uh, we're postponing that for just a little bit. Uh, we'll get to it sometime this week. Um, our episode today is, and the reason why I decided to do this, it's um, so it is another uh, what if episode. Our previous episode was what if. Uh, um, uh, what was it? Oh, sorry. What, what if George Lucas bought uh, or never sold Star Wars to Disney and yes. went on to like, 7, 8, and 9? Uh, go listen to that episode. It's really good. Uh, we all had a lot of very interesting, uh, very different interpretations of what we think George Lucas would have done had that happened. A lot um, of prequel references as well. Sure. Yes, it was, it was a lot of fun. And uh, if you're new to our channel, um, we do a, a mini-series uh, called What If, and it's inspired by the new um, or the upcoming Marvel show of the same name. Uh, and it's we just take random topics uh, about movies or, or whatever, 
uh, and we just roll with it and we say what if what if scenario so our first episode was what if Heath ledger um never died and went on to do uh, dark knight rises our second episode what if george lucas never sold to disney and went on to make seven eight and nine yep. and today's what if episode and there's a good reason why i'm doing it today's episode is what if sam raimi directed spider-man 4 and the reason why i chose to do this is because this past week apparently was the 10th anniversary of Spider-Man 4's original release date. So yes. it's a film that never came out, uh, but it did get an official release date uh, from Sony. It was a tweet they did. Uh, I believe I believe the date was set um, May 6th. May 5th of 2011. May, May 5th of 2011. So, yes, uh, 10 years ago... If things were a little different, 10 years ago, right now, Spider-Man 4 would be in the theater. Yep. Uh, but it never happened. So today, we, Tyler and I are going to be sharing our ideas of what would Sam Raimi do had he continued the series um, into Spider-Man 4. And I know he had a lot of issues with making Spider-Man 3. Uh, he had a lot of creative differences with the studio. Uh, all of that's understandable. Um but we're just going to have a little fun today. And uh, uh, I decided that, uh, you know, just like the other episodes, we got to set some ground rules. So um, I'm just going to say, uh, as much as I want Spider-Man 3 to be a little different, yeah. uh, I think we all do. Uh, uh, <laughs> we Just listen to our previous episodes. We, we talk a lot about uh, uh, Spider-Man 3 and uh, throughout our show. Um, but, uh, in my perfect world, Spider-Man three would have been two different movies. Um, so it would have ended with Venom and, uh, uh, and then Spider-Man four would have been all about Venom, but that didn't happen. They killed him off and he was played by Topher Grace. <laughs> so in my perfect world, Spider-Man four would be different from what I'm talking about today, but, uh, uh, just for, so we don't argue or anything, Spider-Man three is exactly the same. Yeah, um, and we're just going to continue. We're going to continue off of what it was, um, and uh, uh, also it's 2011, so we're going to go flashback to uh, 2011 and think about what would a, what would a movie like that uh, come out? Uh, what, what would a movie like that at that time be like, directed yes. by Raimi? So yes, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. Um, I don't know if, if you want to start, if you want me to start. Uh, you know what, Lauren? Since, I mean, we're everyone here listening, we are huge Spider-Man fans. I know the biggest, biggest Spider-Man fan on this show is Brandon. So hopefully he can pop in in the show. But I, Lauren, I, this is your topic. This is one of your most desirable, you know, Marvel superheroes. So go right ahead, man. This is the floor is yours. All right. I... Uh, I have a lot to get off my chest because I, I was I thought this I probably put a little more thought into this than even my my Star Wars uh, uh, episode previous. Yeah. Uh, I started a new job this week and uh, we, that was just something I was thinking about uh, for the past couple of days. I'm like, oh, man, what would Spider-Man 4 be like? And uh, uh, yeah, so I, I have a lot of a uh, lot of great things. Um, I'm just going to kind of go through the basic beat for beat uh plot points and yeah. what uh what I think the movie would be like. So um yeah, so think back, it's it's 2011, 
Amazing Spider-Man never came out. Um, it, it, that, that's a decent movie. Uh, I, there, there are things about it I, I do appreciate. But this version of Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man never came out. Instead, we finally got Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 4. Yep. And um, so uh, I, I know there were like concept ideas for like which villains would, uh, would appear in in the Spider-Man 4 directed by Sam Raimi. Um, there, there has been, I, I heard like the vulture was one of them that were, was kind of floating around. I'm like, okay, that might be a, a good one. But, uh, for me, I'm just picking two villains. Um, okay. so there's going to be one mate, like one big villain and one, uh, uh, semi minor villain. Uh, like he is an important part to the plot, but, uh, not quite as big as the main one. So the more minor villain is the lizard. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Dr. Connors, uh, played by the actor's name is Dylan Baker. Yes. He he has appeared in the uh, Spider-Man 2 and 3. So this is where we finally get to see him become the lizard. Um, but he's not the main villain in this. For me, the main villain is going to be Carnage, baby. Oh. <laughs> yes, Carnage right. is finally going to show up in... And it is going to be a big redemption for uh, for Topher Grace's Venom. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, yes, and uh, you know, I also got to think about what actor would play him. And uh, I thought about this long and hard. I'm like, man, who am I going to get to play Carnage? And I kept thinking, like, okay, I can't just think of my dream cast for for Carnage. I got to think about like what. Would what would Sam Raimi do? What would Sam Raimi do? What would the studio want him to do, even? Um, so I thought about, like, okay, why did they get Topher Grace to play Venom? Uh, it's not because he was perfect for the part or anything. It was, he was on a popular TV show at the time. He was Eric Foreman. And they're yes. like, we need to get this guy because he's popular at the time. Uh, he's on a popular TV show. So I was thinking, who would be another guy from another popular TV show at the time in 2011. And then it hit me. What's another popular show? It's All a Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm getting Glenn Howerton, a.k.a. Dennis, from It's All a Sunny in Philadelphia to play Carnage, a.k.a. Cletus Cassidy. Oh. My. Fucking. God. <laughs> <laughs> and if you watch that show, like... He is borderline serial killer. Yes. It is a little bit of a weird choice, but he is perfect to play Carnage. Yes. I highly agree. <laughs> so, and I'm a huge It's All a Sunny fan. I've talked about it a lot on the show. So I I already want this to be a reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, he's going to be the main villain of the show. Uh, and I'll just kind of go through the uh, uh, the plot here. So it uh um it starts off you know like every other Spider-Man movie you get like a flashback kind of from the uh the previous movies and then um you know and then it always begins with with uh Peter Parker narrating um but this time and I'm actually going to borrow a little element from uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 which you know me it's well, one of the movies I hate <laughs> it's one of um, the movies we all hate <laughs> one of the movies we all hate Amazing Spider-Man 2 but there is a few things in it that are are that that have a, a value to them. So the the beginning of Spider-Man Four is going to be pretty much the same thing as the opening to Amazing Spider-Man Two. It's going to be um, uh, Peter on his way to his graduation from college, 
uh, either he's graduating with his bachelor's degree or pro- probably at this point it'd be his master's degree. Yep. Um, so he's on his way to his graduation, but he's caught up in a robbery and, you know, with trucks and everything. So just imagine the opening of Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's basically kind of what's going on here. And it'll cut to, you know, scenes with uh, uh, at his graduation ceremony. You'll see Aunt May and she's all like, where's Peter at? And, you yep. know, then it'll cut to like Spider-Man uh, in... Uh, you know, fighting some criminals. And then, uh, um, oh, and then, you know, uh, uh, Gwen Stacy was, you know, played by uh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. She's in this movie as well. Um, Okay. Yeah, she was not a huge part in the previous movie, uh, but uh, she has a bigger part in this movie, and I feel like she would probably kind of have a better redemption as a character in in this movie. Uh, She she's more, more going to be more likable. That's a big if. I don't know if that would actually happen, but we'll we'll see. We'll play with it. Okay. Um, so Bryce Dallas Howard appears. And remember, uh, from the third movie, she was one of Peter's classmates, so she's also graduating. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so then, yeah, Peter finally makes it to his graduation. Uh, everything's, everything's fine. And then it cuts to uh, the next scene is going to be Peter and MJ visiting harry's grave because remember harry osborne uh died in the previous movie yep and uh uh remember uh peter and mary jane um are not together at this point they uh they ended their relationship in the previous movie and uh uh but you know they have respect for each other and the scene basically ends with mj saying seeing uh saying that uh she's seeing someone and peter it's kind of awkward but he says like you know okay i'm i'm happy for you and uh, then the so th- then that's that. Uh, so the next scene would be um, it would show Peter at the Daily Bugle, and it's actually going to be his last day on the job because he's getting since he's graduating, he's getting a, a better better job at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's his last day at the Daily Bugle, and uh, you have J.K. Simmons, and he says like like we're gonna miss you, Parker, and uh, you know he'll say some some great lines there, and uh, uh, it's it's a Great big party. Everybody, all the fun staff members from the previous movies are there. Uh, and then a new character is going to show up. And um, and this is, in a way, kind of a, a replacement for Harry Osborn. Uh, because we kind of, we still need that um, uh, like best friend kind of character. Yeah. Uh, but he, he's not a important... Um, he's not like a... a uh, not an important oh, role. No, no, no. He, he is. He is, he does have an important role, but he's not a, a comic book character. He's a completely made up character. Okay. Yeah, so he's a completely made up character, uh, uh, not mentioned in the comics or anything. And you know, the Sam Raimi trilogy has done that before uh, with like Peter's landlord, uh, who I I didn't write any scenes for them, but they would for sure show up in it at some point. Is <laughs> in the daughter, um, but uh, this new character is he's basically the replacement for Peter Parker now that he's leaving the Daily Bugle. So he's the new photographer. And this new character is played by another big actor who is not quite as big at this point. He's going to be played by Chris Pratt. I can see that. (laughs) Yes. I don't know why, but um, I can see that. Yes. So he is exactly like how he he seems on uh, uh, Parks and Recreation. He's kind of like that that clumsy, lovable idiot kind of guy. Uh, Peter seems to get along with him. Uh, so he's this new character that's 
going to basically be uh, Peter's replacement. Uh, then, yeah, then we have a scene at um, Dr. Connor's lab. And uh, then we see a man, and this is uh, is one of the bank robbers or, or uh, criminals that Peter was chasing in the beginning of the movie. Uh, and he's wearing a ski mask. He pulls it off, and it's Cletus uh, Cassidy, played by Glenn Howerton. So basically what the story is is that Dr. Connors um, like was funding some project and the funding got cut, uh, got cut. So he was using this former student of his, um, Cletus Cassidy, to, uh, uh, to basically like kind of steal some of the uh, equipment and the uh, chemicals that he needs. So, uh, so that's where you got like kind of the two villain characters starting to uh, uh, form together. And, uh, uh, and, and also Peter is going to, Peter's new job is going to be working for Dr. Connors. Cause you know, Dr. Connors trusts him and everything. Uh, he's mm-hmm. a good student. So, uh, so, yeah, so Peter's job is going to be working with these two will be villains. Um, and then the next scene would be, uh, Peter eventually asking Gwen out, you know, they, they had a, like an awkward date in the previous movie, but, uh, uh, they said like, you know, let's, let's work it out. Uh, so that they they're gonna start uh, start seeing each other down. Then uh, uh, then we would see Peter's first day at Dr. Connor's lab. Uh, everything goes fine. And then once Peter leaves, Dr. Connor shows Cletus the jar of the symbiote from the previous movie. Because remember, Dr. Connor's had that sample. Yep. Yeah. So uh, so he shows he shows Cletus Cassidy the uh, the the symbiote, and he says like he's trying to extract. Um, like some enzymes so that he can uh, like try and regrow his arm. So he's basically trying to create the lizard formula out of the symbiote. I'm trying to tie that in somehow. Uh, and then... Can I, uh, can I pause you right there? For yeah, a yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Lauren, right now, I'm loving everything right now. <laughs> I know. I, I thought this out very well, and I, I can definitely see it happening. Uh, I... I really wish it was a real movie. <laughs> because as of right now, like I'm loving everything. I'm like <laughs> more and more intrigued of the possibly, if not the fine, probably like the final film, because I think from whatever you're going to say, I think this will be probably the greatest Spider-Man movie besides Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I I really wish this movie was real, and it it makes me sad that it's not. But uh, uh, I'm I'm getting really excited just talking about it right now. Um, Continue. But, I'm sorry. <laughs> you no, know, no, you're you're fine. You're fine. If you have anything you want to say, like when uh, jump right in. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, you have this scene with uh, um, Doctor Connor saying like uh, showing him the symbiote and says like I'm trying to extract something from from the symbiote here. Uh, and then he says, like, I need more radioactive material, uh, something like that, to, to Cletus Cassidy. So Cletus is basically his uh, gopher kid. Uh, he, he's like the, the guy that goes out and does his dirty work. Yeah. Uh, so, so Dr. Connors, he seemed like a nice guy in the previous movies. And he is. He just is obsessed with his work. And he it causes him to do some not so great things by, you know, stealing and, uh, uh, you know, robbing chemical plants and stuff. So, uh, so yeah, that, that's, that's kind of a new side of the character we see. Um, then we have, okay, you thought, you're excited right now. Just wait until, 
you see this scene right here that I that I wrote in. And this isn't a very important scene. I I know it is. It is. It does have importance to it. Uh, but I put a lot of thought into this. So get ready. Uh, so Peter uh, and Gwen, Peter and Gwen are um, uh, they're going on their date together, uh, and they're going to a magic dinner show. Uh, it, that's important. It might sound very oddly specific, but it is important, and I will uh, I'll get back to that. Okay. So they're going to this like like magic magic themed dinner show, and then uh, so they sit at the table, and then we see Mary Jane uh, walk in on a date with Chris Pratt's character. So oh, he, no. <laughs> he's the guy that she was seeing. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, uh, Chris Pratt recognizes Peter Parker. And he's all like, like, hey, Peter, you know, why don't we get some, uh, put some tables together and we can, we can eat. And it's going to be like a very awkward scene. I can totally see it happening in a, in a Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. Uh, Mary Jane is just very, very uh, uncomfortable. Uh, Peter just kind of has that like dumb look on his face, like like oh okay, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, uh, Gwen Stacy. I, I don't know how she would react, but she would probably be uncomfortable too. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh so they're they're all gonna sit sit together at the uh at this table, and you got like some of the couple the couples talking, and uh yeah, you have like this awkward tension between Mary Jane and, and Peter, and uh, then eventually, uh, Gwen Stacy says like I, I gotta go use the restroom or something so she leaves and then uh uh mary jane asks chris pratt's character hey can you go get me some drinks so then chris pratt's character leaves and now it's just peter and, and mary jane mm -hmm. so they're they're just sitting at the table and uh peter's all like like how come you never told her told me about or about uh you're seeing him or seeing this guy in particular i work with him now or he's replacing me and then uh, uh, Mary Jane is all like, you're seeing Gwen Stacy again? So it's going to be like an, uh, uh, another argument there. And then get ready for this. Every Spider-Man movie has to have a Bruce Campbell cameo, yes. obviously. Yes, thank you. Bruce, yes. Bruce Campbell is the is a magician. Oh, the magician. He's the magician. He's dressed in his magician outfit. So yes. he, walks in. he walks in and says like, uh, you know, he pulls out some flowers or something. And it's like, here's for the lady. Or, and then uh, 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 he says, like, how would I like, how would you guys like it, like to see a magic trick for, for you and your girlfriend? And then they're all like, oh, no, we're not together. And he's all, and then uh, uh, Peter looks at him and says, hey, don't I know you from somewhere? <laughs> you know, wink to the audience. And then he's all like, like, yes, I am Quentin the Mysterious. So it's a wink because if you, if you uh, were kind of looking into some of the uh, proposed ideas for Spider-Man Four, apparently Bruce Campbell is supposed to be Mysterio. Uh, so that's why that's why he like they uh, he pops up every here and there. Uh, that was an idea proposed for Spider-Man Four. So I'm using that. It's it's not like he's a major character or anything. It's still just a cameo, but it's now confirming. Okay, he is. Mysterio, and you know, it, um, from the comics, his name is Quentin Beck. Yeah. Uh, so that's why he, he says his magician name is Quentin the Mysterious. And then, uh, uh, so then they, it, it's awkward, and uh, uh, he, he and uh, uh, Peter like kind of start arguing, and he's all like, "No, I think I know you from somewhere." And he's all like, "Look, kid, my name's Quentin Beck." And you know, he said he says his name, 
and then uh, uh, and then eventually uh, Bruce Campbell walks off. And then we're getting two cameos back to back. Then Stan Lee walks in and he's busting <laughs> the tables and says, "Don't worry, kid. Don't let it get to you. It's not like you'll be seeing him any him anytime soon." Oh my and that, god! There's that that Stan Lee cameo you have to have in there. <laughs> Uh, that so right there, uh, sorry that that right there, that just shows like a little like hint for like the audience, like if they were seeing this movie, like okay, this is not the last time we're gonna see him. Exactly, yeah. So it's not like he's a major character; it's still a cameo. Uh, but now it's confirming he is Mysterio in the universe. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, yeah. Then uh, I guess uh, um. Uh, Chris Pratt would walk back with the drinks and then Mary Jane's now uh, uncomfortable and says like, like, hey, can we leave now? And then uh, Chris Pratt is just kind of like, like, oh, oh, what's the matter? And then it's like, no, nah, I just want to leave. So then uh, so then he, they walk off and uh, uh, then, yeah, then Gwen Stacy comes back and uh, he and she and Peter go and do their thing and start talking. Uh, so that, that's kind of the end of the scene there. End of that scene. Now it goes into uh, another scene at Dr. Connors' lab. Uh, Connors, Dr. Connors, tests uh, the serum on his on himself. This is like the serum that's going to be transforming, or you know, giving him the uh, ultimately transforming him into the lizard. Yeah. Uh, so he he tests it on himself, and it's like a drug for him. So he's in complete euphoria, and uh, then he he. Uh, so th- then, you know, just like any drug, he uh, uh, he he's he needs more. He needs uh, to reproduce this thing, uh, you know, mass produce it. So then he he sends a uh, Cletus Cassidy to get more radioactive material to ma- mass produce the symbiote. So that's uh, uh, so that's that. And then uh, just as he he sends a uh, Cletus out, Cletus grabs one of the jars of uh, the symbiote and stuffs it in his pocket. So he he's. Like while he's doing dirty work for uh, uh, Doctor Connors, he's also going to try and sell it on his own because he knows, hey, this stuff is addictive. Like I can make some money on the side. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he so he steals the symbiote and puts it in his pocket. Uh, the next scene, uh, Cletus uh, breaks into uh, this other lab uh, with bombs. If you know Cletus Cassidy from the comics, he is obsessed with explosions. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, so he is just strapped uh, with bombs all o- all over him. Uh, so he walks into the uh, into the uh, um, the lab, and then uh, you hear on the news like, "Hey, there's there's this commotion going on at so and so labs." And then you uh, it'll cut to a brief clip from um, the uh, what you call it, uh, the Daily Bugle, and then you see J.K. Simmons, and he says like, uh, whatever Chris Pratt's character's name is, like. Go on out and get me some pictures of Spider Man. He'll be there, you know, something like that. Yeah. So then, uh, uh, so Chris Pratt will be at the uh, uh, at the explosion as well, or at the um, the lab. And then, uh, uh, so Spider Man shows up. Spider Man's fighting Cletus Cassidy, and uh, an explosion come uh, ex- uh, explodes a, a portion of the uh, the building. So Spider Man gets blown away uh, to some some other uh, end of the building, and then Cletus Cassidy. Uh, is on another part of the building. And uh, in the meantime, he, uh, I guess like, while he fell back or whatever, he, he um, cracked open the, uh, the, the 
vial of uh, the symbiote. Mm-hmm. So the symbiote is uh, and it, and the the vial the glass also cut his hand. And if you know from the comics, Carnage uh, is basically the symbiote feeding on a cut in a, a Cletus's hand, and it feeds on his blood. So then that's where it turns you know blood red, and that's where it gets on him. And then we get this epic. Evil Dead esque transformation scene uh, with uh, with Carnage, and so this is where he's finally becoming becoming Carnage. Mm-hmm. And uh, Spider Man looks over to the other end of the room, and there's just like you know the, these horrific Carnage sounds, and uh, uh, and then he he sees a uh, basically you know he he just fought Venom not too long ago in the previous movie, and he he just looks at it and says, "Not this again." <laughs> or and then, I, I have a, a thing on top of my head it's like uh-huh. him saying not this again like just have that one scene where he just sees you know Cletus turning into Carnage I just uh-huh. want Peter to say oh shit here we go <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll probably yeah they'll probably put that in there or something yeah, yeah so he, he just like looks and it's like not this again and then uh, um, and then there's a big fight scene with uh, with Carnage it's the first First appearance of Carnage, and then it's a, a big epic fight scene here. Um, so then uh, uh, Peter eventually goes back to the lab. Uh, you know, after this this fight and everything, yeah, Peter goes back to the, to Doctor Connor's lab uh, to go to work and sees uh, Doctor Connor's is a uh, or he's he's very acting very strange. He, he's acting very jittery because obviously he's been exposed to the. Uh, the symbiote or the um, uh, his serum. Yep. And uh, so he's like, "Hey, something's something's very uh, very off with Doctor Connors here." And then uh, he notices, you know, his arm is starting to grow back. And he's like, "Doctor Connors, your arm." And he says, "Like, yes, it's an experiment. I've been working on it." And uh, uh, yeah, somehow that scene will play off, and Peter's like, "Like, like I don't know. I you shouldn't have tested it on yourself. Like, you don't know like the long term effects and everything." And he's like, it's fine, Peter. This is a breakthrough in science and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And uh, uh, so there, there, there'll be that scene. And then uh, uh, the following scene, Peter will uh, meet up with Mary Jane and Chris Pratt's character. Um, I don't know where it will be at, the, but so, somehow Peter and Mary Jane will be there. And, you know, he's apologizing like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry for, uh, you know, the previous night and everything and the uh, and all that and then uh, uh chris pratt was showing uh was gonna show peter like hey i just got some pictures of uh of that explosion at that that lab over there the other day and uh so he he's showing him some pictures that he hasn't yet submitted to the daily planet or sorry not daily planet that's superman uh daily bugle <laughs> yeah, Daily Bugle is spider-man <laughs> so he's like hey, i haven't submitted it yet to the daily bugle and he's showing uh he's gonna show peter and peter zooms in and you know Previously, when Peter has fought uh, uh, Cletus Cassidy, you know he's always had the ski mask on, so he doesn't know what he looks like. Uh, but in this, when he's uh, when he's becoming Carnage, and uh, on, it's in the pictures on the on uh, Chris Pratt's camera, he zooms in and he says, "Wait a minute, that's Doctor Connor's assistant. That's that's Mister Cassidy." And uh, uh, so then he's then he says, "Like I." I got to warn him or, or I got to go check, see if he's all right or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then Peter calls uh, Dr. Connors uh, who doesn't answer. 
and says like like Doctor Connors, I think you might be in danger or something like that. And then uh, uh so he does he is in the he do, he doesn't answer. So then um uh, Peter calls Captain Stacy to check on him and says uh, hey Captain Captain Stacy, I think my my friend and my, my boss uh, Doctor Connors is in trouble. Uh, can you please check on him? So then he sends uh, Captain Stacy out there. Uh, then this is where we'll be seeing uh, the beginning portion of the uh, the lizard transformation scene. Mm-hmm. So now the, the serum is starting to kind of go into his bloodstream and really, really start to change him into the, the lizard form. Basically um, taking over. Exactly. Yeah. So this is where, this is where it started, uh, starts to happen. And then, uh, uh, and then, you know, eventually he'll, uh, he'll break out of the, the room and then, um, uh, uh, go off to some other destination. And Peter then gets a text from an unknown number. Uh, it's from Cletus. We don't know it yet, but it's from Cletus. And it says, Dr. Connors is, it, it says, Dr. Connors is no more. There is still a chance to save him if you meet him at so-and-so location. I, I don't know what it is yet, but, uh, uh, so he's like, you, you you have to save him if you if you can meet him at a, at this location. Mm-hmm. So then so then Peter is gonna rush over to help uh, Doctor Connors off or to, to help Doctor Connors. And um, this is where we'll get a brief uh, brief scene. And I'm trying to figure out like how exactly it would play out, but uh, uh, just like the the previous Spider-Man movies. Um, you know, I think it was in Spider-Man Two. We got like a dream sequence of with a uh, Peter and Uncle Ben talking. Yep. So they brought back the actor of Uncle Ben, uh, and then uh, it was like he gave him encouragement and everything. So a similar scene's gonna play out, uh, but this is a dream sequence with Harry Osborn, uh, played Ooh. once again by uh, 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 James Franco. <laughs> so so uh, yeah, it's gonna be like a, a dream sequence, and and. Peter is just saying, uh, like, like he's my friend. I, I think he's in, in danger. And then Harry will say something like, like, Peter, you, you never gave up on me, even when I was at my worst, something like that. Uh, so I, I really want to have a scene like that in the movie. And I feel like this would be a good place to, to put it. Because uh, James Franco, it's James Franco. He's going to have to appear at some point, even though he's of dead. Course. Of <laughs> course. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh I felt like that would be the best way to bring him back, just like they did with uh, with Uncle Ben. Mm. Ah, I had to take a quick drink there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, so after that dream sequence with with Harry Osborn, then it, it goes into the scene with uh, Spider Man and the Lizard fight, and it will be a pretty big uh, big fight scene because, like I said, uh, uh, the Lizard is a minor character in this movie. Uh, he's a minor villain, so unfortunately, um, just so it doesn't seem too crowded, this is the only fight scene with the lizard. Uh, but don't worry, um, uh, I, it, something will happen later on. I, I will get back to that. But yeah, this is the only fight scene with the lizard at the moment. Okay. Uh, so, so there is a, a fight scene with with Spider Man and the lizard, and then um, then it cuts to uh, Captain Stacy. He's at the uh, at Doctor Connor's lab. And um, he gets attacked by Carnage, and uh, and Carnage is, is about to uh, uh, torture him, and then uh, Gwen Stacy walks in because you know she overheard that um, 
uh, something was going on at, at Dr. Connor's lab and, you know, Peter obviously works there. So she's kind of concerned. Uh, and she, she knew that's why her dad was, her dad was going there. So, so she followed him and, uh, then she sees her dad getting attacked by carnage. And, uh, uh, so then she walks in and begs carnage to spare her father's life. And instead of, uh, take her or like, uh, instead keep her as hostage. And so, so carnage carnage then recognizes her as Peter's girlfriend and kidnaps her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so she's, so, uh, so there's that thing. And then, uh, then it cuts back to the, to the lizard Spider-Man fight scene. And eventually that ends with, uh, Spider-Man tying up and, uh, knocking out the lizard and, uh, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the police will be there. They'll, they'll, uh, haul him away somewhere. And, uh, then Peter gets a text from, uh, Cletus Cassidy or Carnage saying, uh, another text that says, I have your girl, Peter, or should I say Spider-Man? Oh, Meet yes. Meet me at the top of the Brooklyn bridge. And then, <laughs> oh my God, I know where you're. Yes, going. I think you know where I'm going. Is with this in the comics too, dude? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but oh. it was with it was with Green Goblin, but uh, uh, in this in this version, it's with Carnage. So uh, so Spider Man and Carnage have another fight scene at the top of the Brooklyn Bridge. Carnage, just like in the comics, drops and kills Gwen Stacy. Holy shit. Yes. <laughs> and uh, uh, so then, you know, she falls falls to her death. And in her uh, in her final breath, she, you know, uh, Spider-Man's mask is off. And this is the first time she realizes that Spider Peter is Spider-Man. You know, his mask is off. So she sees Peter and yep. her in her final in her final breath. She says, Peter. Why didn't you tell me? And then she dies. Fuck. Just... <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. And, and then, just exactly word for word, like in the comics, he says, "You're uh shoot how how's this play out?" Uh, he says, "You're the creep who's gonna pay. You killed the woman I love, and for that, you're going to die." You know, just like in the in the comic panel where, where Gwen Stacy dies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, obviously he's shouting at the carnage instead. So then there's this epic fight scene, this brutal fight scene, I, I might add, uh, between Spider-Man and Carnage. And for the first time, Spider-Man's emotions overtake him to the point where because he was in so much rage at this point. He actually kills Carnage at, at this point. It's the only time like a villain has actually been killed by Spider-Man uh, in, in these movies, like by his own hands. Uh, it wasn't like an accident or anything like with the previous villains. Like he actually kills him, and it's because of his his rage and of emotions in this part. Uh huh. Yeah, and then uh, uh, so so then there's there's that, and it will the movie will end like. Just about every other Spider-Man movie, every every Spider-Man movie has to end with uh, with a funeral, <laughs> and uh, so this is going to end with uh, with Gwen's funeral, and uh, um, Mary Jane and and uh, uh, 
oh, what's his name? Chris Pratt's character uh, are there as well. And then, uh, you know, Gwen or uh, Mary Jane is, you know, obviously, you know, she respects Peter a lot uh, and knows that he really cared about her, uh, cared about um, Gwen Stacy. And she goes over to, to hug him. And then she, you know, she says like, like Peter, I'm, I'm so sorry. And uh, Peter uh, then says he, he vows. He, he says like, um, uh, how, how would he say this? He says, I, I need, you know, like, li- listen, Mary Jane, he, um, Gwen didn't even know I was Spider-Man and she died. But in look what, look what happened to Harry. Look what happened to, um, yeah, Norman Oz, or look what happened to Uncle Ben. And I'm afraid something's gonna happen to you too. I have to be away from from the ones I love. I I, I have to basically leave, it, stop being Spider Man again. I guess something something like that. And uh, then uh, uh, Mary Jane would say something like, um, like like listen, you know, Carnage is dead. This is all over. Or Cletus Cassidy's dead. This is all over. Um, the lizard is locked away, and it's like the li- Dr. Connors is still out there. Uh, anything can happen. I am like I am the reason why these people are, or why why these these villains are are here. I I have to step away from this, and I have to be away from the ones I love, uh, and the ones I care about. And then so it will it'll end on kind of a somber note, and it's in a way kind of going to tie into like there might be a Spider Man Five. Um, I, I'm trying to think how that would play out, but we're, I'm just I'm almost almost finished here, so that's how. That's how like the the movie is basically going to end, but then there's a post credit scene. Oh, okay, yes. I'm, I'm, there, I'm ready. Yes, there is a post credit scene with uh, Doctor Connors. Um, so he's not the lizard anymore, but you, you know he's all tied up. He's going into like this special like research kind of prison, and uh, uh, so he's being being wheeled into his cell, and then he uh, his cell is right next to this giant chamber where the sandman is oh my god <laughs> and then uh uh i i don't know how the dialogue's going to work but uh the sandman says like i i don't i'm not into this life of crime anymore and uh uh, uh dr connor says like i i need to get out of here i i need i need your help something like that and that's going to be a, a tease for uh, for the next movie. And that's the end of my version of Spider-Man 4. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Right now, Lauren, like I was pitching, picturing everything in my head, visualizing everything. To me, if it was potentially going to be Spider-Man 4, Again, this will probably be one of the greatest Spider-Man movies of all time. <laughs> I know. I, I really want this movie to exist. <laughs> Holy shit. Man, um, I don't know if I could even top that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, I mean, obviously, if you, if you have any other things to add or, or uh, yeah, if, if, if you, I, I still want to hear yours because I... Again, there, there's many ways that this movie could have been done, um, and I, there's many ideas kind of floating around. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm very curious as to like what you're gonna what you're gonna say. But uh, yeah, once again, I I really want this movie to exist. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, just 
everything that you just said, dude, it's like, I like again, I don't even know how to top that, but I'll give you, I'll give some the listeners some pointers about what my potential thoughts were going to be. Okay. So again, um, same cast members. Uh, unfortunately, for my part, since the whole Gwen Stacy and it didn't really work out in the third movie, which is you know. No, no offense to uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. It's not her fault. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't really play her part too well, but I, I can understand. So, as you know, if I was writing the script or produ- like one of the producers, I would not bring her back, nor uh, James uh, Cor- Cornwell, uh, oh, your father. So that that's for me. Um, that I would not pitch it. Well, I'm maybe I'll keep James in it because he's a big part of the police force so i think just to leave out gwen stacy maybe she she just went off into like vacation or to like for some some, something for school so yeah yeah i'll just add that so instead of you having chris pratt uh being as peter's replacement um there's still joe jk simmons as you know j jonah jameson Mm -hmm. um you know, which is Peter. You know, good luck with your with your new job. You know, um, and I think um, Peter Peter says like, "Oh, who's gonna replace me?" And I forget. Um, uh, J J Jonah Jameson's right hand man, like um, the African American uh, actor. I forget. Oh, his... uh, uh, what was that? Robbie, I think. Yeah, Ro- Robbie. Robbie, yeah. So he's like. So Peter's like, oh, who's going to replace me? And then uh, Robbie was like, oh, we talked to some people over in Metropolis, but we don't know we're going to. So that's like a little like knockoff to like D.C., you know? Yeah, yeah. And then Jay Jonas Jameson, he's like, hey, we don't need to discuss that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I like so, that. <laughs> <laughs> so Peter goes off. Um, so he's packing everything up. And so he's walking downstairs, but he doesn't. He doesn't see Gwen. He sees a much more beautiful actress in Anne Hathaway playing as Black Cat. Or Ooh. at this point, she's playing just as Felicia. So we don't get a glimpse of Black yeah. Cat. Yeah. So and this, see- this, would, this would actually be before she played Catwoman, too. Yes. Yeah. So, so Peter like gets like, all like oh my god like who is this woman like she's beautiful and so he like slips on a puddle because it's like pouring raining um so he slips on it like he slips down and like try to act all clumsy it's like come on man you're spider-man like you don't need to do but yeah you know he's playing the part as being like you know the you know the nerd and you know so and felicia goes up to peter helps him out bring um with his like you know, putting stuff back into the boxes and everything. She's asking him like, uh, "Oh, like you left the Daily Bugle?" And he's like, "Yeah, I gotta. I'm gonna be working at the uh, the labs with uh, with one of my uh, professors." So yes, I'm keeping, you know, Doctor Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan Barker is gonna be playing as him, as of course. And Peter asks um, Felicia out on a date, like, "Hey, can I have your number? And you know, we can go on a date." And so that's the only time we see, you know, Felicia and Hathaway for the moment until the uh, next couple scenes. Mm -hmm. And so for me, the lizard is 
going to be the minor. Okay. But the major, major villain is going to be Carnage. But instead of, you know, uh, Glenn Howerton, uh, what's another popular show as well <laughs> at that time? It's going to be uh, one of the uh, actors from Sons of Anarchy, uh, Charlie Hunnam. Ooh. Because him playing as Jax was like perfect. Like he was like, he didn't give a shit, but he cared about, you know, the the gang, the motorcycle gang and of course his family. But yeah, in this movie, he's a complete, complete asshole. He, he's a robber. He's, he, he loves explosives um, as, you know, Cletus Cassidy does. Um, so he's playing as Carnage. Um, and he is doing dirty work for Dr. Connor as well. <laughs> so from there, um, again, um, talks is to uh, Dr. Connor, bringing him some um, equipment from different other, uh, you know, labs and everything or selling from the black market and everything. So he's bringing everything like that Dr. Connor asked us for. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, the next couple scenes will be uh, Peter and Felicia going on a date, and he sees Mary Jane, you know, Kristen Dunst. And of course, Kristen Dunst is in the movie, and this I'm just going uh, randomly, like how how things will play out. So yeah, she she is part of a major role. Um, she's seeing someone as well. But here's my plot twist as well. And you're going to be like, this is going to be really, really strange or this will possibly work out. So in the movie, like the, after in the beginning of the movie, um, they bury Harry and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm talking to this guy. You know, he's a good guy and, you know, he does some things, but I, I don't know what he does. But, you know, I've gone on dates with him. He seems pretty nice, a little bit strange, but, you know, he's he's a nice guy for me. Mm-hmm. So, my plot twist is when Felicia and Peter are going to a restaurant. She he sees Mary Jane, but my plot twist is she's dating Cletus Cassidy. Oh man! Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so. Mary Jane sees Peter with Felicia, so she's kind of like, you know, kind of friendly and saying hi, like, oh, this is Cletus, and Peter notices him, like, hey, I saw you the other, and then Cletus is like, hey, I seen you the other day, too, but we don't need to discuss about that. You know, you're a good guy, like, trying to, like, you know, play it off, but he he just looking at him weird, like, hey, shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah. And so, um, so they... They're like, why don't we double day? And then Felicia was like, no, it's okay. Like, you know, I'm I'm here talking to Peter. And then Cletus Cletus Cassidy was like, oh, don't bother. Come on, like let's let's all get together. So he like puts a table in, just like your guys is your scene as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, so Felicia needed to go to the restroom. So did you know Mary Jane? And so Peter and Cletus are talking, and Cletus looks at Peter like. Hey man, I'm just gonna tell you right now. Whatever you see and whatever you do to 
try not to convince Dr. Connor, I will hunt you down. Ooh. And he's like, and then Peter's like, oh, like, trying not to be intimidated, but at the same time, like, trying to play it off as well. Yeah. Because he's Spider-Man, of course. And, and so Peter's like, you know, it's kind of funny, like, the fact that uh, a low-class thief would steal some things from a laboratory, but, you know, I I won't be surprised one day if you get caught. And Cletus gets and Cletus gets mad. He's like, you know what? If that's a threat, I'll bomb this place right now because I'm armed. Oh shit! <laughs> Peter Peter is like, oh shit! Like his spidey sense are his spidey sense is tingling, and Cletus is not bluffing because he does have Ooh. a bomb on him. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and so the girls come back and. And so they're having dinner and Cletus gets a call saying like, oh, I got to go. I got to do some business. And then Peter's like, oh, business? What kind of business do you do? He's like, uh, trading business, you know. You know, Cletus is trying to play it off. Yeah. And he gives Peter like the look like, don't you fucking dare. And so Mm -hmm. Cletus and Mary Jane leave and then Felicia looked at Peter like, are you okay? And then Peter's like, kind of intimidated, like kind of scared of what he's going to do to Mary Jane if Mary Jane gets involved. And so, fast forward, um, Cletus steals some stuff and he gets caught on camera. And so, he doesn't know. And he goes back, he takes the delivery to uh, Dr. Connery and he steals the simuot as well, but as soon as he grabs it, he gets a little cut because there's a little scar, like a little crack within the jar itself, so the blood seeks through through the jar, and that's how the symbiote gets blood and starts to like excuse me, starts to like Cletus's blood and so Cletus goes back home and he starts to wash out the blood and everything and then this for somehow the symbiote leaves the crack of the vial and Larry just speeds up to Cletus and boom Carnage is born. I like it. <laughs> and so Felicia and and um and uh, Peter Parker Peter is walking Felicia home and saying, like, oh, I hope you have a good time. And then Felicia's like, yeah, uh, Mary James seems like a nice girl. Like, you know, you guys had history. And then Peter's, like, explaining to her, like, it's complicated. But we, we've lost of, we lost a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so Felicia was like, oh, okay. Like, you don't have to tell me. And Peter's like, no, I, I will eventually tell you. But right now is not really a good time. And so Felicia was like, okay, if you if you need anything, let me know. And so he goes back, Peter goes back home, but he gets a call from Dr. Connor. And mm-hmm. Dr. Connor's like, I need Peter, I need help. Like, I'm like, I I can't find the symbiote. And Peter's like, I thought you got rid of the symbiote. And then Dr. Connor's like, no, but I've been injecting serums within the there when it within its DNA 
And so I, I'm hurting Peter, like, come and help me. And so Peter, Peter walks out, but he walks out, but with, of course, with his spider, spider suit already in hand, like on him, but mm-hmm. he's wearing street clothes as well. So he runs to the lab and Dr. Connor is acting very, very strange. And Peter's trying to calm him down. And then Dr. Connor just got so angry that he pushes Peter out the window. And when Peter gets out, got out from the window, he spider webs and jumps back back in. And Dr. Connor is already turning into the lizard. Ooh. And so it's in the lab. They're fighting a really, really good fight. And and they go out, they go out through New York and everything. And Peter's trying to talk it to sense from Dr. Connor. And Dr. Connor was like, shut up, like, shut up, Peter. I don't need none of your 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 um advices or none of your you know your guidance. So shut the hell up. Like get out of my head. Yeah. Because the lizard is taking over. And so Peter kicks his ass and they they go through like kind of like the docking area. And uh-huh. So they're fighting. And Peter knocks him out cold, but he the lizard gets into the water and the that's the very, very last time we see the lizard from and Dr. Connor. So Dr. Connor escapes. Like he goes through the tunnels and that's that's the very last time we see Dr. Connor. And Peter gets a phone call from Mary Jane. And Mary Jane was like, Peter, I need your help. Like, um, Cletus is acting very weird. Uh, I need you right now. So, and so all you hear is that sadistic laugh that Cletus does when he's carnage. Yeah. And says, Oh, Mary Jane. (laughs) And Mary Jane screams and and Cletus takes the phone and Carnage is already shutting up, you know, Kristen Dunst and saying, Peter, oh, Peter, you want your girl back? Come and find me. And so Peter tries to find Carnage, but he doesn't stop by to see Carnage. He goes to Felicia. And so he asks Felicia, like, Felicia, I need your help. Like, do you, like, can you help me? And Felicia's like, come inside. And I kid you not, her apartment or wherever she lives has so much gadgets and so much stolen stuff. And Peter starts to question Felicia, like, where the hell did you get all this stuff? (laughs) Felicia's like, there's no time. Like, if you need my help, and she's like, I'll tell you what I am, but I can't tell you right now. Like, if you need my help, I'll help you. So she gives him, like, all these, like, gadgets and everything. And so, and Peter's like, who the hell are you? And so, Anne Hathaway, Felicia's like, well, I do love cats, so just call me the cat. <laughs> but eventually she'll become Black Cat, so. Yeah, yeah. So Peter leaves, and... Carnage is just <laughs> at the Brooklyn Bridge, and he's he has Mary Jane, and 
like yours, brutal fight, like nonstop. And uh, this is where it turns. Ooh. As soon as Carnage says, hey, Peter, try to catch your girl. Instead of Gwen Stacy dying, Mary Jane dies. No! <laughs> Kristen Dunst dies. Ooh. And <laughs> this, is, this is where Peter starts getting very angry. His hate, his lust of, you know, of anger. And then he gets angry and tells Carnage the exact same way in the comics, but with Green Goblin saying, you killed the person that I love the most, but now I'm going to take you down, you son of a bitch. I like it. (laughs) And again, it's a brutal fight. Although Peter gets his ass beat and he's unconscious and Carnage is just destroying the Brooklyn Bridge and um, he's going to hop over to the Manhattan Bridge as well so once Peter is knocked down the flashback of him in his dream you know he sees you know James Franco's coming into the film mm-hmm. uh, makes a cameo of, you know, him as Harry Osborn, like, Peter, don't give up on, like, on, on us. You know, you, we need you. And he, he sees Uncle Ben. He's like, Peter, you've done enough that you can. Come, come be with us. It's okay. You've done everything that you can possibly can. And then Peter's like, no, Uncle Ben, you told me one thing and one thing only. With great power comes great responsibility. And that's when Peter wakes up. And so Peter ends up fighting Carnage again. This is an epic, epic battle. Like there's explosions, there's like mm-hmm. blood everywhere. And eventually Peter ends up killing by his own hands, killing Carnage, killing killing Cletus. And they have a burial uh, with Mary Jane, the fast forward, Mary Jane's dead. They're having a funeral. She's buried right next to Harry. Okay. That's what Peter wanted because yeah. we all we all know that Harry loved Mary Jane. Exactly. Yeah. And so Peter did the honors of like, hey, let let them bury bury with with each other. Mm-hmm. And so Felicia was comforting him and everything, like. You know, trying to give him like good spirits, and and so eventually, Felicia asked him the question. So, how was Mary Jane? And then that's when Peter starts to say she was, she was the only woman that I loved, and now that she's gone, the love for her is still there, but she won't be here physically but I know she'll be here in spirit. Yeah. And so, obviously, you know, Rosemary Harris is in the film too, so. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) She says, Peter, you know damn well you loved her, and I know she loved you. It just wasn't time just yet. 
And so Peter has the ring that Aunt May gave him in the previous film. And so he buries the ring, opens the casket, and puts the ring on her finger to the end. And just for finally telling her again, I'll see you soon. I love you. And then Mary Jane gets buried. So that's not it. I'm I'm sorry if I'm keep dragging. If you have no, any- you're good, you're good. I, I'm I'm very invested. <laughs> That's why I'm <laughs> kind of quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and so, obviously, the police are still searching for Dr. Connor. So Peter is continuing his work, and this is a thing that, for me, as a fan of this character, and I don't know about anybody else, but Peter's walking to the lab. It's like, like weeks a month later after everything and so peter walks is walking to the lab and he sees a bunch of kids picking on this one kid and this one kid that's being picked on and peter scares the other kids off it is not that i haven't think of a actor or a little or a trial actor to play as his character sure enough we see miles morales Ooh, yep and so we get we get to see Miles Morales and and so Peter helps him, takes him home, and sure enough he recognizes the cop that, you know, he sees like what he saw a while back. And he's like, Hey, you're you're uh you're one of the cops that I, I seen a while back. He's like, Yeah, this is my kid, Miles. Ooh. And so Peter goes back to the lab, but instead of, uh, it says Dr. Connor and Peter Parker. Now it's just officially Parker's lab because Dr. Connor's not there. Yeah. So, you know, trying to be a love, kind of like a semi love lift spirit in a way within this movie. And so. That's how the like the movie's kind of like slowly like ending, and then you hear an explosion, and then Peter's like, "I just got to work, not this again." And that that's how the movie ends. I like it. I like it. But there's an after scene. Ooh, popping up from the sewers is the lizard man, but he's turning back into human form, and eventually. He sees an underground lab and he sees one of the big, biggest men that he's ever seen. And it's not the rhino for anybody listening. He sees a guy in a suit. We see none other than the kingpin. And that's how the movie ends. Oh, Ooh, that was a great ad at the at the end. I, I like the, the Kingpin appearance. And so um obviously Kingpin was you know in the Daredevil movie for, with Ben Affleck. So I know I think around this time I think he passed away. I'm not too um I forget the actor. Excuse uh, me for a moment, guys. Being Rames, I think. Um, let me see. I think it was Dare 
This was who was he playing? Uh oh um my uh well, Michael, Michael, Clark, Michael Duncan. Clark Duncan. I'm sorry, yeah, it was Michael Clark Duncan. So Michael Clark Duncan returns as the Kingpin, but in the Sam Raimi film. Ooh. So and of course we're playing what if so Technically, he'll be still alive during this time. Uh huh. But a year later, he will pass. He was passed away. Okay, so so they, so, they still teased him. Yes. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah, and then you know, Michael Clark Duncan was like, "Hello, Doctor Connor. Remember me?" <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Hey, actually, uh, while you were talking about you, you. Uh, brought up uh miles morales so i was uh i just did a quick uh google search on like when exactly his first appearance was his first appearance was in august of 2011 so it's very realistic that uh this would have been like a great tie-in to that comic that he was first introduced in and i could totally see it happening like technically his first appearance was after when this movie would have come out but uh uh no i could definitely see it like as a tie-in like like, hey, there's this new character we're introducing, and we're gonna put him in the movie as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I like that. I like the addition of um, well, Miles Morales, but also also the Kingpin. Yeah. Who uh, I just got goosebumps right now, all of a yeah. sudden. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, I, I know. Yeah, like you, you borrowed a lot from me, but like it totally works, and I think we we kind of helped each other out a bit. Like we, uh, um. Like we uh, uh, kind of built off of each other's theories, and uh, yeah, and I, I, man, I, I really want to see your movie too. <laughs> <laughs> and although, guys, uh, since you know, obviously, Spider Man was PG thirteen. Uh huh. Um, I'm gonna ante ante up the the rating. Instead, uh, obviously, it will be a kids film. You know, not a lot of you know language provoker or anything like that or any yeah. sexual things it'll just be uh you know a lot of blood but not too gory but there they will be a lot of blood because of carnage you gotta have you have to have a radio art film with carnage i'm sorry there's yeah. no other way there's no other way for a character like carnage to be pg-13 you just can't you can't you cannot have that as a PG-13 film. It needs to be rated R. This character is brutal. He is a son of a bitch. And he doesn't care. And he's a killer. Like, you need... It needs to be rated R. So, again, it won't be, you know, too, too, too vulgar. It'll still have, like, that semi-comedy aspect of it as well as Spider-Man. And... But it's just a, the the sense of blood, yeah, and uh, and some scary images, and that's it. Yeah. So I, I, I that, like that it. My my rating. My I rating like it. I think I would still go for me, at least for my version. I'd probably still, uh, realistically, I think it would probably still be PG thirteen. Uh, although, I, as much as I I really want to see an R rated um, Carnage movie, I feel like like with my version, it would it would still be PG thirteen. Uh, but it still would be very violent. Like it would be, it would be pushing the the limit there. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So I was I was actually looking at um, 
uh, uh, like some of the ideas for for the original version of Spider-Man Four, like kind of what was floating around. Uh, I know you mentioned Anne Hathaway as Black Cat. I guess that was a, a an option, and then obviously yes. Dylan Baker is a, a lizard, Doctor Connors. Uh, so he he would be returning. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, I guess another option was um or another thing that was kind of floating around was uh the vulture. Yep, was gonna make an appearance, and it was gonna I be played by. John Malkovich. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. That. I really want to see that. <laughs> so, um, I, I know, like with mine, I kind of set it up as a as a cliffhanger. I really want to make it. Maybe like Spider Man Five would be the Vulture with the uh, with John Malkovich. Yeah, yeah, and, but I feel like it, it would probably be they'd be trying to set up like the Sinister Six. So you'd have like, yeah, uh, John Malkovich is like the main villain as the Vulture, and then. Um, uh, Sandman I, and uh, uh, the Lizard, Doctor Connors. I, I mentioned that they were in um, uh, being held prisoners together. Yeah. So they're still alive. So okay, there, there's a uh, got one, two, three already. And then uh, uh, I mentioned Bruce Campbell as Mysterio. So okay, that, that he would probably make an appearance. Uh, but uh, the main villain would be a uh, uh, Vulture. So um, I, I feel like Spider-Man Five in my version would probably. Um, be building up the Sinister Six with uh, the Vulture as kind of the the main villain. I like it. Like, yeah, I like it. that. That should be yeah. Like, if it was going to be Spider Man Five, I think that I think I will pitch that idea as well. Obviously, I didn't say Bruce Campbell will be you know a cameo as well. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, he'll be as Mysterio. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, I think. Leading up to it, I think I won't start off with the mis- I won't start off with Vulture. I'll probably start off with maybe possibly Mysterio, but I'm kind of lean leaning towards forward um, Vulture right now. Yeah, but that's another with what if scenario as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We could just keep the the Sam Raimi series going forever. Like eventually, it was like, okay, what is a uh, Spider Man Eight gonna be? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the but possibilities. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, four is good for now. Uh, with a few cliffhangers and what we think might maybe happen with the the next movie after four. Um, so, so yeah, no, I, I I'm I I want to see both of our movies. To be honest, like uh, they're so. There's so much you can do with uh, uh with all these characters, and even with with Spider-Man three leaving like a bad taste in in everybody's mouth, there's still a lot you can do with the franchise even beyond that point. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I I still wish the Sam Raimi series was going, but uh, uh you know I I do like a uh, uh, Tom Holland and uh, everything they've been putting out with the with Marvel the MCU. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we it gave us Michael Keaton as the Vulture, so yeah, that's a that's good. That's a steal. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's definitely worthwhile. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know, Tyler. Do you have anything else to to add, or any other thoughts or or stuff? <laughs> Man, I mean, this is this is pro- this was like a re- this is like randomly like thought of like when you were thinking of. Uh, obviously, like you said, uh, before doing this episode, we were going to do the review of Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision. 
And I'm kind of glad that we decided to hold that off because this was this was a topic like for years to to discuss. I'm pretty sure people already covered on it um, with their content as well. But I feel like as fans and as like nerds, I'll, I'll you know what I'm gonna call us nerds because you know we're cool nerds. So we are nerds. So it's one of these things of like the potential and the and these. Again, these what ifs, like what if like Spider-Man 4 came out and what if like everybody was on board and what if, you know, uh, Warner Brothers wasn't really, you know, up the, no, not Warner Brothers, uh, Sony was up the ass with this upcoming, you know, potential film and it just killed the vibe of, of, you know, Sam Raimi and he was burnt out and like he was tired of it and, you know, yeah, just didn't just go. The things just didn't go the way, and so yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure one of these days or one of these times, um, if Sam Ra- Sam Raimi's ever listening, he's probably listens to thousand millions of like the what ifs of Spider Man. Yeah, he's probably heard tons of. Uh, oh, I think this is gonna happen. No, I think this is gonna happen. Yeah, so he, but uh. I, I hope he listens to it, even if like he never makes the movie. Like I, I still want, <laughs> I still want to. Uh, it would be cool if he if he heard our thoughts as well. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Man, I mean, I I love I love the series. The series, I just so many great ideas that, um, that are out there as well. I got a few of mine, but I won't spoil it right now. I'll keep it within the group as well. So, there's there's more to come, ladies and gentlemen. There's more to come. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, for my final thoughts, man, yeah, I, I love I love your your idea. My idea was just, you know, n- you know, knocking it off from you, but you know, like you said, we both help each other out, and you know, yeah. with different actors and actresses being in the film. I mean, it's it's awesome. I love I love it, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I remember, um, like, shortly after Spider-Man 3 came out, um, like, in between Spider-Man 3 and Amazing Spider-Man, like, I was on YouTube, like, one of my favorite things to do would just be, like, um, look up, like, fan trailers for, for uh, well, other movies, um, you know, like, Dark Knight was coming out, so it was probably, like, Dark Knight fan trailer stuff. But uh, another thing was uh, uh, Spider, like, I really, I was looking for, like, Spider-Man 4 fan trailers, and people back in, I don't know what year that would have been, like 2008, 2009, people were making um, like fake Spider-Man 4 trailers. And uh, they would take like uh, uh, the scene with, with uh, Venom from Spider-Man 3, but they would like change the coloring so it was red and it yeah. looked like Carnage. And then yeah. another one was uh, they took the Green Goblin, but turned him yellow so it looked like the Hobgoblin. <laughs> yeah, it, it was funny. Like they... They'd be silly now, like going back and watching those. But man, I I love those back then. Like I was like, oh, I really want to see that. And yeah, <laughs> man. yeah. this was a lot of fun. Like I I got a lot off my chest. Like these are just some thoughts I've been you know thinking up for the past couple of days. Not even just the past couple of days. Like I, I don't know. Ever since Spider Man, <laughs> yeah, Spider Man three came out. Like this is what I thought it you know, might happen for for Spider Man four. So, yeah, no, I, I had a lot of fun with this episode. Yeah, so did I, man. 
Oh, man. There, again, there's so many what-if scenarios, guys. So if you guys have any 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 ideas for us, uh, again, reach us out on Twitter and Instagram. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll, we yeah. will do it. Yeah. Yeah. Any any what-if uh, scenarios, too. Like, um, yeah, send us a, a DM on, on Instagram or, or uh, on Twitter. Uh, yeah, if you have any other ideas for what-if or – what if episodes or yeah, just any episodes in general. Um, yeah, please reach out to reach out to us. Absolutely. And man, this was a lot of fun, but it was. before we end the episode, uh, again, uh, Lauren, next week, we're going to be doing the, uh, winter soldier and Falcon and WandaVision review. Correct. That's correct. Yes. Uh, so originally that's what we were going to be doing today. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of glad we didn't because, uh, yeah, Brandon never came and, uh, and I'm sure he has a lot to say. Uh, and then, uh, um, yeah, everybody else, uh, was obviously busy with, with Mother's Day stuff, but, uh, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we, we got around to, uh, the Spider-Man 4 review, but yeah, next week is, uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision reviews. So we will be getting into that and, uh, hopefully we'll have the whole gang together, uh, for that episode. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, stay tuned for that to, uh, when that episode arrives. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what? Let's close this out, brother. Uh, again, you guys can reach us on Instagram at fel- uh, fellowship, po- fellowship, fellowship of the podcast. I can't even talk right now. I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> you can reach us out on at fellowship of the podcast on Instagram. All one word. Lauren runs it over there. Posts mm-hmm. some great stuff. And you can follow us on Twitter at FellowshipPod19. I run over there, uh, posted some great stuff as well. Uh, give us a follow, guys. And Lauren, where can people listen to us? You can listen to us on the Anchor app, as always, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and I believe that's it. Is there anything I'm missing? And, and many others that you can guys reach us out to. <laughs> yes. And again, thank you so much for listening to us, guys. Um, I really hope you guys have a blast. Um, again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Hope you guys have a wonderful night. Have a wonderful week. We will see you all in the next episode. Peace out, everybody. Goodbye. Whatever life holds in store for me, I will never forget these words. With great power, great responsibility. This is my gift, my curse. Who am I? I'm Spider-Man. Your friend